Coming up, Ask Dottie, the podcast for anyone who manages their own website and social media. Ever have an epic fail on your website or social media? Avoid it next time by asking Dottie. Call in with your questions at 503-206-7368 to ask Dottie your website and social media questions or post your question on the talk board at prp.fm. And now, here's Dottie. Good afternoon, Portland and Vancouver. Welcome to the second episode of Ask Dottie, where you can get your questions about managing your website, social media, or just doing business online answered. Today's topic is going to be online marketing. And now is the time to call in with your questions. Uh, be sure to dial 503-206-7368. And while we are waiting for our very first caller, I'm going to give you a quick little tip. There has been a recent change in the uh, world of SSL, which is security certificates for your websites. And now every website needs to have an SSL. It used to be that it would be just the e-commerce websites that needed them, but now for security reasons and a bunch of other reasons, everybody needs to get one. So go ahead and contact your hosting company and get that set up. We have our first caller on the line. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Hello, this is Mickey. Hi, Mickey. How are you? Hi, Dottie. I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be on your call. Thanks. You're welcome. So, and what is your question today? So my question is, is um, so I have um, a business, obviously, and I've had some videos made. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on Facebook and I'm on YouTube and I have a blog and, you know, Twitter and all of those things. And I'm just, I'm really sort of confused on the order of, of business. Like, what's the magic formula that I should go about um I don't know, cross-pollinating, like, you know, do you put on one and then on the other and then on the other? Is there some magic, um, you so, know, order of things that is sure. best? There is a magic formula, and I'm going to tell you what I use, and it works very well for me, so it's my magic formula. And that is, uh, when I create a video, I upload it to YouTube, and then I embed it onto my website or blog. I okay. then translate whatever that video is, um, saying into text, and then I put that text into the description on YouTube. Then, one last thing that I do is I will upload directly to Facebook, and um, that will make it autoplay through the Facebook uh, system. But then, oh. um, for the other platforms, I'll go ahead and use the sharing icons that are on my uh, website and share mm -hmm. directly to them from that. Does that help you out, Mickey? It does. I'm I'm curious though, um, real quick. I know you got a lot of other callers, but so I have a business uh, Facebook page for um, the Kongan Experience for my my water business, and then I have a personal one. Is it mm -hmm. is it taboo to share from one to the other? Should I keep them separate? Um, what I personally do is I post to my business page, uh -huh. and then I share it from there to my personal timeline. Okay. And that gets me the best results. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling, Mickey. Thanks, Daddy. 
And our next tip <clears throat> is on reviews. Reviews are essential for getting an online presence. I have had customers that actually don't even have a website and all they do is collect online reviews at Google, Yelp, and in other places like that, and they get tons of leads directly from Google. Uh, so online reviews are extremely helpful in getting uh, business from Google and in your online marketing efforts. And another tip, this was a question that was sent in from a customer, and it was, um, how do you engage on social media or how do you really just use social media? And what I like to tell people is that if you're just lurking and just kind of watching what everybody's doing, you're not really using social media. You are kind of being a stalker. Uh, so instead of doing that, if you want to actually get results, then what you want to do is, is when you post, you want to make sure that you're creating good, you know, paragraphs with your posts. You want to engage with other people's posts. You want to like them. You want to share them. You want to, you know, comment as much as possible. And the engagement is what will really help boost your social media presence. And we have another caller on the line. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Lonnie. Oh, hey, Lonnie. How are you? What can I do I'm, for you today? I'm doing good. Well, um, I once had a business where I did my own website and I went ahead and hired someone this time around. But I want to know how important is it really to have someone else do a professional website? That's a great question. Um, you know, if I was remodeling my bathroom, I would probably not watch a YouTube video on how to do it, and I would hire a professional to do it. <laughs> so, so when you're talking about a website, I mean, there's a ton of places you can go online and you can go ahead and, you know, build it yourself, lots of different building places. But when you're hiring a professional, you're actually hiring their knowledge. So they can help you with optimizing your site. They can help okay. you figure out what content needs to be on there and what really doesn't need to be on there. Um, you know, they can help you with making decisions about the whole thing. Um, they can tell you what's, you know, what's trending now and what's better to use and all of that. And you'll, you'll just end up with something that's way more professional looking and hopefully mm -hmm. will perform better than if you do it yourself because you don't have all the knowledge that they have. And will they help with Google visibility or search engine visibility? They should. I mean, they should have okay. all the answers for that type of thing. And if they don't, then maybe you want to find a different professional that can help you. Okay. Did Good. that answer your question for you? Yes, it does. Thank you so much, Dottie. I appreciate that. You are so welcome. Now, you guys have asked some great questions, and we'll take more in a moment. So stick around. At the end of the show, I will tell you how to get your own free Facebook cover. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Ask Dottie is supported by Premium Websites, offering website and marketing advice for startups and small businesses. For more information, visit premiumwebsites.net. Welcome back to the Ask Dottie Show. This is our second episode, and our topic today is online marketing. So go ahead and call in. The number is 503 206 7368. 
And before we take our next caller, I'm going to give you another tip. And this tip is going to be on making sure that whatever you're doing is mobile friendly. Um, more than in some verticals, more than 80% of the searches are done in a mobile environment. So make sure that whatever you're doing online is mobile friendly. And I believe we have our next caller on the line. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hi, Dottie. This is Tim Adams. Hey, Tim. What can I do for you and, today? Yeah, so there are so many social media platforms out there. How do I keep up with them all? That is a great question, and I get that question a lot, Tim. And you know what my answer is? I don't. But there's more to it than that. It's great if you have a really good understanding of what your target audience is and where they're at, and go ahead and engage in whatever those social media platforms are. So, for example, if your target audience is professionals, then they may be using LinkedIn. But if it's more of a consumer-based, you know, stay-at-home mom is your target audience, then they may be using Facebook. You know, so just go ahead and figure out what or what uh, platform is the best for your vertical and spend time there. And then if you find that you want to bring on another one, go ahead, um, do it once you're really used to using the one that you're using so that you get the best benefit out of that. Did that help, Tim? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for calling. No problem. And the phone number to call is 503-206-7368. And my next tip that I would like to share with you are short marketing videos. They have been so helpful for my business. And you might ask, what's a short marketing video? It's something that's like 30 to 60 seconds long, and it only has one thing in it. So whatever that one thing for the day is for your uh, business, go ahead and put that out on video, share it through YouTube, Facebook, put it on your website, all of that. Um, but the, the big thing that you really, really want to be sure to do is only have one thing in that video. So short marketing videos is an answer to many, many, many questions. And be sure to go ahead, it's uh, time to call in. The number again is 503-206-7368. And do we have a caller on the line? No, we don't. Okay, so we're gonna recap last week. Um, and what, actually, I, I have one other tip that I would really like to share with you. Uh, and this is something that I come across a lot in my business. And that is the, the thing about um, quality images on your website, in your social media, uh, any, anything that you do online, you want to be sure to have quality images that uh, represent you as a professional. Uh, so I often get people coming to me and they have images that they took themselves, which could be okay, um, but usually is not. Uh, images that you can just tell are not the best quality. Uh, so there's a few websites that I use. Uh, the first one is my favorite. It's pixabay.com. The next one is Pexels, and that's P-E-X-E-L-E-S. And then also freeimages.com. Those are great places to get uh, imagery for 
all of your online marketing. And again, the number to call in is 503-206-7368. And last week's recap was, um, last week's show was on Facebook. Actually, I should say last month's show was on Facebook. And we covered a ton of different marketing uh, things that you can do on Facebook. Uh, some of the most important things that stand out in my mind is making sure that you have a business page and not just a personal page. Um, also making sure that you're posting several times a week, uh, changing your cover image several times um, during the week. All of those things help. And it looks like we've got a caller on the line. Who am I speaking with? Um, hello, my name is Amanda. Hey, Amanda, what can I do for you? So I have a question about email marketing, specifically sending newsletters through platforms like MailChimp okay. um, and any tips that you have for utilizing that tool to the best of like in an awesome way. We've been using it for a couple of months and it feels like it's it could be better. Okay. So uh, I use MailChimp and they, they pretty much all work the same. There's five or six really big uh, names out there in email marketing. Um, the first thing I do want to say is that if you're not using an email platform, that you should, should definitely start doing that. Uh, now, as far as once you're into that platform, they usually have different um, templates that you can use to help you create the emails themselves so that they look nice and look professional. Um, some of them allow you to actually embed videos directly into the emails, and that's kind of a cool feature. Uh, I, that's one of the reasons why I use MailChimp. Um, but as far as like what you want to, to say in the emails, um, and the frequency I think is probably also what you're asking about, what, what frequency are you using, Amanda? Just once a month. Once a month, okay. And that really is a good frequency. Um, so the, the content of the emails, um, that you're doing, are they, uh, specific to one thing or are you putting a whole bunch of different stuff in the emails? Um, yeah, it's sort of like in a newsletter format. Okay. The, so the, we have, yeah. I was going to say the most success that I've had when I've used, you know, email marketing is to focus the email on one or maybe two different things and make sure that you're linking those things directly to someplace online where they can go and you can, you know, track through your system whether or not they clicked the link, um, how mm -hmm. many people clicked it, you know, so you get some sort of feedback on that. Um, mm -hmm. When I've been doing them and I put in, you know, a ton of stuff, like you're, you're, you're doing several pages of a newsletter, I find that it doesn't really get read. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it may get open, but it doesn't, there's no... There's no um, clicking through or sharing or anything like that that's been happening with it. Um, so does that answer your question? Did that help you out? Yeah, I think so. Um, it sounds like it sounds like maybe an option for us would be to do more focused email marketing, like you said, on focusing on one or two subjects. Exactly. And then maybe if we want to do something more in-depth, um, have like maybe a separate email campaign or something like that. Um, yes. Or if you really, you know, if you've got just, I'm just going to pull a number out of my, my head, say you're doing five or six different things in your newsletter now, 
you might mm -hmm. consider, um, you know, trying it out for a couple of months in doing two newsletters every other week, you know, instead of okay. one, uh, you know, so that you have like two items in one newsletter and then two items in the mm -hmm. next one that goes out. So you're breaking it up more. And that mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. I would be interested to know if you get better results after you try that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great suggestion. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Now, the number to call is 503-206-7368. And I had something happen to me this week that I wanted to share with you because I, I found it extremely interesting and actually very exciting. Uh, I met with a client, and they were curious as to why they weren't showing up in Google Maps. And so we uh, pulled up her Google My Business account. Uh, I, I will, will say that she's in a very competitive market. Uh, she was a mortgage um, lender in Vancouver. And so the term that she would like test the self on is Mortgage Vancouver, Washington. And so she would try that and nothing came up. You know, they weren't in maps. We looked through five pages of maps and they weren't in there. So we brought up her Google My Business account, which is the only way that you can get into maps, um, and discovered that her link to her website was actually a tracking link. So that meant it went to her website and then it had a parameter on it. So we went ahead and took that off and made it just go directly to her website, saved it. Uh, she had everything else filled out just fine. And then we opened up a browser again. We did another search for the same search term. And as um, we were very happy to discover that she actually showed up in number three in maps. So doing that one thing was an instant fix to her immediate problem. Um, there's lots of other things we're going to do for her, but that was the one thing. And she's our, our success story for the week. Okay, and it looks like we have a Q&A on the talk board. And the question is, how to know whether to run my own website or if it's worth, to, worth it to hire someone? And I'm going to assume that means that you've had a website created already and you're just wanting to either update and change it yourself or hire that out. So my answer to that question it, as, is that it depends. It depends on your experience and knowledge in running a website. Um, it depends on if your website is in a platform like WordPress that makes it easy for a non-techie person to run their website. Um, so I'm going to assume that it is in WordPress and um, that you have at least some knowledge in um, going ahead and running a website. So I would say at that point is figure out how much time you're spending managing your website, figure out what your time is worth, and can you be or gain more in your business by hiring that out and letting you do what it is that you get paid for. Um, so that's that's a great, you know, it's, it's right down to what is it gonna cost you and how much can you make doing what you're um, actually paid to do and make your decision based on that. So thank you so much for that question. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you how to get your uh, very own free Facebook cover image. 
Ask Dottie is supported by premium websites, offering website and marketing advice for startups and small businesses. For more information, go to premiumwebsites.net. And we are back. If you're just joining us, I am Dottie, and our topic today is online marketing. So now is a great time to call in with your questions. The number is 503-206-7368. While we're lining up our next caller, I do have another tip for you, and that is Google My Business. That is a website Website's not the right word, but it's a, a, a media where you can get your uh, business listed in Google Maps. So if you're wondering how to get into Google Maps, you absolutely must have a Google My Business account. And to do that, you just simply go to Google and sign your business up. Uh, and it looks like we have another caller on the line. Who am I speaking with? Ooh, uh, this is Helen Avery. Hey, Helen. How are you today? I am good. What can I do for you? Um, well, me and my husband have a local wine touring business here uh-huh. in the Willamette Valley. And with our business page, um, we are wondering what um, you know, Google is our nemesis, I guess you could say. <laughs> and so how... How important is it really to have a Google Plus or a Google business page up and running with all the current stuff? And how does that traffic kind of work going to it? Okay. That's a great question. I was actually just touching briefly on that right before you called. Um, so it's extremely important for a business to have a Google My Business page. Um, that's, for one reason, it's the only way to get into Maps. And, uh, you know, a lot of the searches are being done mobile. And if you're not in maps, you probably won't show up for a lot of things, especially being the kind of business that you are. Um, The other thing that's really cool about the Google pages is they have moved all of the reviews for Google into that specific platform. So you can't get collect any Google reviews if you don't have a Google My Business page. Okay. Um, another thing that Google My Business does is it allows you to put in your hours, um, special holiday hours, uh, different things like that. And when, say, that special holiday comes up, like um, Christmas coming up here, if you're closed during Christmas and you put that in your Google My Business page and somebody's doing a search at that time that you're closed, it's going to actually show right in the search results that they're currently closed. Um, which mm-hmm. is really helpful. Um, I, you know, I don't know how many times I've actually done a search for something online to find out either their hours or their phone number. And I think they're open. I go there and they're closed. And it's because they are on winter hours or summer hours or, you know, the hours were wrong for whatever reason. So right. um, from a consumer's point of view, it's really frustrating when that happens. And, you know, as business owners, we both know, we don't want to frustrate our customers. We, we want them to come in and be happy and either participate in what we're doing, buy our product, our service, you know, whatever it is. Right, right. Did, did that answer your question, Helen? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. 
is it pretty easy for me to just go in and and set this up ourselves? You know, what what exactly do we have to have in order to go set it up really quickly? Uh, it actually is really easy. Google has made it simple. Um, once you create your Google account, you can go into the menu and choose Google My Business. It'll go to that page. And then it's almost like filling out a form. So you, you make sure you, all the lines are filled out, your phone number, website, um, all, you know, answer all of their questions. And then they pretty much create the page for you. Um, now, some cool things that you should do in addition to that is make sure that you've got images uploaded, um, you know, a cover image, uh, a logo, all of that so that you're, you've got your bases covered with the places that they offer you to put images. But then right. you can also just upload a bunch of other images. Um, and I found if I do like batches of about five and, and upload them over time, you know, if you've got 30 images, break it up and do it six different times, you know, over the next month and a half or so, um, you get better results that way. Okay. I was just going to say, does that give me better results by spreading it out or not? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. It, it, it's showing Google that you're coming back and you're adding and you're enhancing your listing and mm -hmm. they like that. Okay. So important to always come back and kind of maybe change some information or add to it or things like that as time goes on so that they see we're not just going to do it and then leave it there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so much um, for calling in, Helen. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for your information. You are welcome. It looks like we have a question from our talk board, and it is training and resources for learning how to use WordPress. That is a great question. Um, there's tons of resources online. If you actually just Google the term, I want to learn WordPress or videos to show me how to use WordPress, um, on, on YouTube, there's probably thousands of, of videos on how to use WordPress. Um, I would suggest that you pay very close attention to the date that the video was created and make sure it's fairly recent because um, there's videos going back 10 plus years on how to use WordPress and the older ones would be fairly useless um, to you at this point because it's changed so much. So that was an awesome question. And we have one other question, and that is how to include keywords in your post. And that's another good question because a lot of people don't really understand the best ways to do that. Um, when you're creating a blog post, if you kind of go back to your school, high school education and think in your English class of how to do an outline, that is the perfect format for doing a blog post. So the, the title is at the top. It should have a keyword in it that supports the topic of that post, then you're gonna have a paragraph, and then you're gonna have another like subheading, and then you're gonna have a paragraph that supports that subheading, uh, includes some lists and whatnot, and within the paragraphs, you want to be sure that you're using the main keyword and supporting keywords for, um, for the post itself. So if you follow the, the old, um, outline that we learned in our English classes that I'm sure none of you have forgotten, um, that, that is the absolute best way to do a blog post. Now it's almost time to be done and I do want to give our listeners a chance to win their free Facebook cover image. 
So I want you to text the word Facebook to 27299. And I will be sure that um, I get in touch with you and arrange for that free Facebook cover image. Again, text Facebook to 27299. Thank you so much. It's been a great time for our second episode of Ask Dottie, and you guys have an awesome weekend. <laughs>